Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. While you're waiting, drop by our Confederate corner for a free cup of coffee and good conversation. Remember, there are no strangers here, just friends who haven't met yet. Dixie Republic, we're not just a roadside attraction, we're a destination for our people. For more information, visit DixieRepublic.com. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Teens. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio. Only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the Public Health Service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. This is James Edwards, your host of The Political Cesspool. Folks, I want you to subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper. Against all odds, AFP has and continues to publish a populist, independent print newspaper with an unparalleled track record. Founded by a dedicated group of experienced patriots, AFP pulls no punches and tackles the most controversial and pressing issues facing America from an America First perspective. I've worked with the American Free Press since even before the beginning of TPC. Now that's something. You can subscribe to the print edition by visiting AmericanFreePress.net today or simply pick up a handy digital edition subscription. However you do it, subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper, by visiting AmericanFreePress.net or by calling 1-88-699-NEWS, AmericanFreePress.net.
Are you prepared to bug out? Infidel Body Armor and an Army Ranger have produced a high-speed DVD and book to show you how to drive in combat, patrol, and how to survive in combat. Skills you'll need when it hits the fan. Go to DrivenDVD.com. DrivenDVD.com. KD Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR-500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at KDArmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more. Up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Rampant hacking, identity theft, mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. Grab a hold of big breakfast flavor at Hardee's. Try two breakfast sliders for just $2.99. Get Applewood smoked bacon or freshly grilled sausage with fluffy eggs and golden melty cheese all on a toasty little bun. Good morning. Start at Hardee's. Available now for a limited time at participating restaurants. Tax not included. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to Season 6 of the Farm Trainer Podcast, Episode 24. We're part of the com network of podcasts. In this episode, we'll be talking with Brent Dix about an upcoming class he's hosting for the International Association of Law Enforcement Instructors. Remember, help us reach other instructors by sharing this podcast with them and giving us a five-star rating in your favorite app. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearm Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. Remember, as a certified instructor and listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Palm Pepper Spray. Palm has been an innovator in pepper spray technologies for several generations and continues to deliver the best formula in the best delivery system. Palm sells inert, water-filled units for instructors to utilize in training scenarios to help students understand the delivery system and train for those defensive scenarios. Palm is available in belt clip, keychain, and snap quick-release systems. Palm is the smallest half-ounce personal carry unit available on the market. Palm's flip-top dispensing system raises the standard for performance and safety with the strongest legal formula in 10 seconds of continuous spray or 20 half-second burst. Learn more and buy your unit at palmpepperspray.com. We bring this podcast 
to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Instructor Bravo from Bravo Tactical. Thank you for coming back on the podcast, Instructor Bravo, and sharing your knowledge with our audience. No, thank you for having me. Can you give us a uh, quick rundown on kind of what you do for those listeners that haven't listened to you in season five yet? Yeah. Hey, so, um, so at Bravo Tactical, what we do is we are, we are a more advanced instructor um, training and certification company. So we do, um, we specifically uh, take like content from the law enforcement industry and other um working sectors and we understand the needs and demands right the big one i think is demands of the uh, private what i call the ccw domain the concealed carry weapon instructor right the average um, ccw instructor out there and we um we take we take a look at the needs and demands from that industry and we we modify that curriculum to best um work with the that specific domain and and we launched the content and i we're really the only ones out in the industry that i know of to do this so we have courses like intermediate and advanced instructor um uh, tactical firearms engagement instructor we're getting ready to launch soon a uh, a t triple c instructor which that curriculum literally comes from um, our friends at FLETC, the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. So, um, so we partner with these organizations. We utilize their curriculum. We do extensive um, review of it, modification of it, and um, like to like what I said is fill the demands and the needs of the uh, CCW domain instructors. And then, of course, we do end user courses as well, both in handgun, carbine. Uh, this year, we launched a executive protection operations course, which is a six-day long course, meaning um, a lot of states don't have a mandated uh, certification to work as a as an EPA agent, but uh, this one does meet the um, Department of Justice out in Virginia's requirements. So, um, for, to get a certification to actually work in that industry, and and we we got other other things working in the pipeline to uh to launch to the industry both to the end user but our primary focus is um is instructors right oh well maybe i have to have you back on talk about the executive protection uh training program uh once that gets uh going going this summer and such but um today we're going to talk about one that you've got coming up uh this spring that i took uh with you back in uh 2018 i think it was it's it's been quite a while but it's it's a course from the international association of law enforcement firearm instructors and is their firearm instructor sort of uh certification for it which um is, is a lot of words but i found it to be very uh, interesting i think uh listeners will find out as we talk about it why i felt it was so interesting um first of all uh, can you go along and tell us uh, when is your course uh when is the course sp- uh, being scheduled yeah, so the course is uh, May 20th through the uh, 24th. So it is a five-day long course. That's a Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, as most people are probably thinking in the back of their minds, that's that's a long time, and it's like, yes, it is. And uh, you'll spend <laughs> the mornings in the classroom, the afternoons on the range, and the evenings on a computer. 
which uh yeah. <laughs> is it, which which is actually which is exactly the way um it, it runs for uh but tell us brent in your in your own words why you think uh you know instructors should, should come to or consider coming to uh this training well you know i'm a, i'm a huge fan as a law enforcement officer myself i'm a huge fan of um the le style method of instruction now what does that mean well Right out the gate, when a law enforcement officer or someone who's going into uh, be an LE firearms instructor, there's generally no con canned content, right? There's nothing. There's no pre-made PowerPoint. There's no pre-made uh, range drills. It's um, you know the, the so the whole premise of the course is built on getting you the skills and the abilities to be able to understand how to create your own content and understanding training progression, uh, course development, and creating curriculum, right? That's kind of the premise of it all. Um, the other thing that that is is really good about it is, is that you know, you're looking at it slightly uh, while, you know, running a firearm, running a handgun, keeping that up going in a fight, targeting zones, you know, these are, these, you know, training methodologies, these are pretty much all the same, right? But the one thing that's, that's, I think that is nice about this is that you're looking at it slightly from a different perspective, right? Um, they don't get so much into, they don't really get too much into the, you know, um, arresting powers and things like that. It's, that's kind of not covered. So from, from that perspective, that difference between a, a CCW <clears throat> um, concealed carry weapon holder versus law enforcement, um, you know, the training doesn't really cover that 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 subtlety, right? It's looking at <clears throat> a deadly force assault, right, mm -hmm. and yep. and and how to survive it, right? So, uh, and, and how to work with your the tool in hand, which is the firearm. And that's what the exactly focus one exactly. week is. And and the nice thing too, I think another another great thing is is it's a good opportunity for for people out in the industry, you know, for us CCW domain instructors that work with the general public to actually come in and spend some trigger time with the uh, with law enforcement community. And as you remember back when when you took the course, you know, some it was a SWAT guy there, and he was just like I'm never trained with the, you know, Civilians. They, you know they, call, they call the word civilian. I don't like using that term because law enforcement civilian too, right? Unless you're, yeah. you're serving yeah. in a military capacity as well. But, uh, but that's, that was what he said. I, I've never trained with civilians and I was just really impressed with the, uh, with the, you know, the civilian instructors here. And um, so I think it, it, it brings a good mix. Some of the, some of the things that ILFE is also doing is, um, they're they're looking because they do allow um ccw instructors whether you're nra or us cca or some other national um instructor certification they allow them to come in right it's not something where you have to work in law enforcement <clears throat> or be retired or prior to come in and do right as long as you are a um a CCW instructor through a national organization, you can, you can sign up and, and you can come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that 
I felt was really good to see was one, what the law enforcement goes through training, um, to being able to build your own, your own, um, curriculum. Uh, you, you get, a, you get to build your own exercise and be able to test it on the range with the rest of the students, which is one of those things where you, you don't have weeks or anything you've got to go through and, you know, determine what your objective is and how you're going to achieve that, uh, objective with the range. And you get, you're getting critiqued by, you know, national level law enforcement instructors. And, you know, the point you brought up on the SWAT commander went along and said he was impressed with the CCW instructors. I think it helps to, you know, break down some of those walls to where they, you know, he, you know, them and us, where they actually understand that a lot of the civilian, a lot of the non-law enforcement instructors, see, got me catch myself there. Uh, on that, but the non-law <laughs> enforcement instructors uh, have a lot of good information, have a lot of good skill to them to where they weren't the ones that were, you know, shooting all over the place. In fact, in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of the instructors was actually shooting better than the law enforcement, which, you know, in some respects, when you're a concealed carry instructor, you are teaching people how to do concealed carry. You are, you know, focused much more on the firearm than anything else. When you're a police officer, you get about one week out of a 10-week academy where you are going to go along and learn how to run a pistol, a shotgun, and a rifle all you know during that time frame. So except for your, your personal time that you take to go shoot or the time that you go back for your annual uh, recertification, you might not get a whole lot of uh, trigger time for it where in contrast to a you know, CCW instructor, you might be getting it several times a month. And that's one of those things where that was a, a big uh, eye-opener for me doing it. The other eye-opener was, and I said that you spend your nights on a computer because they would actually give you homework. You would be building your own exercise. But one of the things that really got got to me or made me understand a little bit more were the they gave us actual court cases, Supreme Court cases, just like uh, Tennessee versus Garland, that when you research and look into it, you start understanding why law enforcement training is so important, that having an objective to your training and having measurable results are so important because these are the court cases that drove the need for that kind of training and tracking for law enforcement uh, a long time ago. Um, even from the standpoint, I forget what the court case was, and you know, it's been six years since we took the course, but the one where they they the Supreme Court said there was a duty for the uh, jailers to to have basic first aid knowledge and such because somebody died in their custody. And that's one of those things where we take it for granted now. But these were all cases back in the 60s and 70s that were really ground uh, shaking uh, cases that have shaped law enforcement ever since. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So this. This is going to be a very interesting one. So uh, Bravo Tactical is hosting this. It's going to be at the Deer Creek Conservation Club in Jonesboro, Indiana. And um, I'll actually be co-teaching this one with Ken Farron. Ken, Ken Farron is, um, is one of the training directors at ILFE. So um, they've asked me to, um, to co-teach a course this year and then starting in 2025 i'll actually be lead instructing um the firearms instructor course for ilfe um in starting in 2025 so it's going to be uh 
a very good course, you know, yeah, yeah, um, and, I picked, and, I picked the range. So it, it's, it's a very nice facility, very nice facility. Good. And if anybody wants to go along here, Ken, Ken was on season one. And one of the things I had him come on and talk about was developing your own curriculum and you know what the needs for it have an objective and how you're going to meet those objectives so you can get a little bit of insight on what that on some of the course material that you'll be getting taught over these five days and the camaraderie the connections within the industries uh is is well worth the time to invest in my opinion yeah it's you know you're gonna it seems like you know in my path of <clears throat> being an instructor there are there are courses that I take right. We always are looking. I think most instructors are looking for, you know, the next instructor certification or the next instructor development course that they're going to. And um, I I think I personally think that there are there's a lot to choose from. In some courses, you get you get more nuggets than others, right? You get, and of course, what dictates you know, what you find valuable in a course or how much you find valuable in a course is basically your own experience, right? How, how seasoned you are, how experienced you are, how much you know already. And if you've never been to a law enforcement instructor certification course before, you know, <clears throat> this is definitely um, a great place to go, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of them out there that organizations that have very specific mandates. I see if you think about the, the, you know, um, some of the other two big ones that I'm thinking of, um, it's it, not an option for a civilian or, mm -hmm. you know, public sector CCW instructor to go to. If, if you're not working in law enforcement, if you're not um, through a licensed security guard agency in your state that's going to write a letter for you, uh, you're, you're not going, right? And so ILFE, I always thought this was what one of the things I really liked about ILFE was that they have a little bit more of an open door policy, right? So the only thing you need for this is obviously your CCW instructor certification from USCCA, NRA, or another national you know, type organization and you need sponsorship. And then there's a sponsorship is just putting my name in there. Right. And uh, so anybody's interested in, in uh, signing up for this course, you know, just feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at Brett at Bravo tactical Inc.com, or you can call me on my cell phone at 812-900-2521. And I'll help you navigate getting enrolled mm -hmm. yes brett was the uh person who went along and sponsored me when i joined and i've been uh, a member ever since uh ilf also does an annual training conference i have not been able to make it to one of those yet but they do have a magazine that comes out a couple times a year that has uh, good information to it um, which is uh one of the things where i'm always looking for is you know information on you know new techniques new ways of uh, reviewing and looking things um and and that's where it gets very very um valuable from my standpoint and that's where our guest the other uh the other week brian brian c smith who we talked about qualified versus certified uh he wrote that article for leffy and i saw the article 
there on Alefi, and that's one reason I reached out to him and went along and, and got him on the podcast because I thought it was good for all the instructors, listeners out there to think about, you know, am I just certified or have I done the work to become qualified to teach a topic? Yeah. What, uh, what supplies do I need if I'm going to be coming to this? Because, you know, quite honestly, when I went, it's a law enforcement course, so it's going to be a probably a lot more structured. I'm going to be on a nicer range than what I'm used to uh, working on, uh, outdoors, different things. Uh, you know, they've got nice mowed grass, a lot of the law enforcement, uh, ranges I've been on. Uh, some have them, have them, you know, astroturfed on it and such, but, uh, specifically what kind of supplies as a, uh, non-law enforcement instructor should, uh, should I be thinking about getting together to make this course, uh, worthwhile? Yeah, so definitely, I think you know you're gonna want to um, you're gonna want to bring a notepad. That's a big one, right? Because there's a lot of notes to take. A laptop. Um, generally, there's the ability to do some some printing nearby. I'll probably bring a a printer with me as well. But um, I do believe it's like a thousand rounds. Um, you're going to want to bring some form of outside the waistband. So when you go to their website, which is ilfe.com, you'll be able to look at it and see the list. Remember, it is a law enforcement organization, so they're saying duty belt. That doesn't necessarily mean you need a duty belt. right? They're, but what you're going to need is an outside the waistband holster. right? If you have a, if you have a, a battle belt, that's the same kind of configuration and design as a as a duty belt that would be fine as well i believe when when i did mine i didn't have a battle belt at that time i'm always kind of on the the back end of buying stuff right so uh, so mine was just you know it was a a, a kydex holster that uh, was outside the waistband threaded through my belt right and a couple of mag pouches on me but um, no, you know what? I did. I did have my duty belt on. That's right. I was at the sheriff's office at the time. I did have that. But there's a lot of courses that I've attended where I necessarily don't don't have like an outer belt system. That's not a uh, an absolute mandate. What they are looking for is something outside the waistband. Um, thousand rounds. Obviously, your your I would you know electronic ear pro, especially if 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 you're an older guy like me. And your hearing's not as good. You're, you're going to want to hear because it's going to be a pretty full class, and we spread them out. You know, everybody spread out pretty far. If you remember that, Rob. Um, so, Electronic Hearing Pro is going to be great. Your your Ear Pro, um, anything that's necessary because you know we we got we got a job to do, right? So, might be might be out there. You might be out there on the on the range in the rain. Right. The only time we don't go out there is if what, Rob? Lightning. Lightning, you got it. <laughs> or, or tornadoes that's, and things like that. Being, being that's in right. May, you that's might, right. Might any kind tornadoes, of but, any kind know. of dangerous uh, weather. But otherwise, if it's sunny or rainy, it doesn't matter. We're training. So, but you know, you can feel free to go to their website and and check it out. If you got any questions about gear, you get basically what it is is here how I look at it. Is if if you sit there and you say. Oh, well, that's a no-go for me, right? Because, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have that. I can't do that. Give me a call, right? Send me a text. Shoot me an email, okay? Contact me. Biggest thing is we all, we all, and I understand this, we all see 
I could see one thing and I see, hey, that's great, piece of cake. And then someone else sees it and that's like, oh, that's a barrier, right? That's something that's going to prohibit me from doing this. You know, call me up, talk to me about it. Let me break down that barrier. You know, I got a lot of gear. I got a lot of equipment. I got multiple, you know, duty belts. I mean, I've got holsters. There's a lot that I have as well outside of this. Plus, if you just got any general question about it, right, make sure to um, to give me a call. Plus, if you if you are going to sign up, get, get in contact with me anyways, because I, I want to know that you're coming. I want to know who you are. I want to chat with you, get to know you a little bit. Um, and I, I'm going to send you the qual, right? There is a qualification. You remember it, Rob, right? Yep. So I've got the I've got the qual. It's not on their website. I'll I'll give it to you. I'll, you know, get on the phone. I'll get your email, and I'll email it to you so you know the qual before you get there, and you can train the qual, right? I mean, you got to set yourself up for success any chance you can. Don't just show up and. Uh, because they're going to do the qual on day one. And it's not, mm-hmm. you know, some magical, um, super arduous, hard, difficult, John Wick, you know, kind of qualification. It's just a standard police qual. But um, you, you you know, you want to smoke it. Yeah. Right? You want to gas it up. You want to burn it down. <laughs> so. yep. I, I can't. I came back to Leffy and I took their master instructor development uh, course. And the one thing that was really interesting about that, we actually had a law enforcement officer who did not pass the qualification on day one, which was, you know, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. So he had the rest of the time to sit there and just watch everybody because, uh, that's, he just couldn't pass the qual. And so they are very serious about it. And to your point, Grant, if you've got any questions about your, your ability to execute it, then get to the range practice get out and make sure that you can smoke it without any question at all. Because if you don't pass it, I can tell you, um, Ken is very strict about it. And that's, uh, for everybody's safety and for the, uh, you know, just for the course to run properly. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, I remember a long time ago, you know, I was, I was doing the PT test for another law enforcement agency. I mean, this maybe it was in the, maybe the late nineties, and um, in in the state that I was taking it, everybody came to a testing center. It didn't matter what agency you were testing for. You you went to this main testing area, and and there must have been a hundred people there at least. And and I remember seeing this guy. And when it came to the sit ups, he couldn't do a single sit up, not one. Now I'm not. I'm not judging him. I'm not dogging him because, uh, you know, that had the only thing that I thought of was, didn't you even try to do one? I mean, you, you know what the PT test was going to be. How do you not even try one? Cause you know, they charge for the test too. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I, that's why I don't, I don't understand people that, that go to courses there's a qualification and they don't practice it. Now, granted, not every organization publishes the qual. I, I get that. Right. I know, but I, I don't know if they still do back in the day. SIG, SIG had a qual and they just would not publish it. It was like top secret classified until you got there. Right. Cause they didn't watch training the qual, but when anybody, you know, publishes the qual, you know, you should be able to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And, and we have to remember too, a qual is a minimum standard. And a qual is not something to prove your excellence or that everyone is top tier. <clears throat> it is just a minimum standard, but so many people stress over qualifications. And if you're one of those, like I used to be, now I, I don't I don't stress it. And the reason why I don't stress it is because I train them. Right? I train I train the qual. I make sure that I can pass the qual before I even go. And that so I, I never never stress them anymore. And then two, I think anytime you're getting ready to go take training, it's it's time for you to go burn up 400, 500 rounds. You know, get get yourself a program, get out there, start practicing on one-shot speed draws, start practicing on reloads, start practicing on distance, start adding, you know hammer drills, um, mag dumps, things, things like that. And, and know yourself, right? Know what kind of what the ex try to determine what your expectations are going to be in the class for skills and then start practicing those things. Got to brush up because, you know, we all, we all don't train, you know, on a regular consistent basis. It's time and opportunity to do so allows it so that sometimes once in a while we might have a couple month lag that we're not that we're not running the you know a gun ourselves and training hard ourselves all by ourselves and yeah. i stopped i got i got friends there hey you're going to the range can i go with you my neighbors and friends in the area and i i don't let them come with me anymore the reason is i end up just teaching them because they're asking me questions. Hey, can you help me with this and that? And so when I go train, no, it's me, man. And I don't even go to the range locally. I drive two hours away to the range that we're going to in Jonesboro. I drive two hours. I got my trailer. I got my APAC steel target system. And I, my tent, everything, canopy. And I go for the day. I am gone for the day. And I'll, and I'll burn 800 rounds. That's my time. No one goes with me. Right? So... Some of you out there, you're probably a lot more um, disciplined on having the time. But, you know, I, I train, you know, from Anaheim, California to Virginia Beach, as far south as Amarillo, Texas and uh, southern Michigan. So it's I'm traveling, you know, a lot. And you know how it is. When, the more you teach, the less you get to train on your own. So you always got to make sure that you're giving the you time, time for yourself. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things, I mean, I tell my instructors, I tell my students, make time to practice because shooting is a perishable skill. Your ability to grip and draw your pistol confidently isn't going to, is not going to be there if you haven't drawn it, you know, in the last, you know, week or two. And that's where, you know, dry fire at home becomes very important to stay sharp. You know, we've just went through a polar vortex here in the Midwest. Well, Probably not too many people wanted to be out there when it was, you know, two and three degrees shooting, but you could dry fire at home. And then when it warms up, you can take the time to go to the range and do some live fire uh, drills to make sure, you know, everything's still working properly. And like you said, you got to make some new time for it when you're not trying to, you know, train other people. You're actually trying to go along and get better. And it may even behoove you to find an instructor buddy and ask them to go out there with you to critique what you're doing. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, sometimes you go along, like, do you realize that you're doing this when you're drawing? And it's like, I had no idea. And they can point it out, you know, as long as they, they know what they're supposed to be looking for, they can really help you, you know, 
maybe shave off that, you know, half a second on your draw or go along and help you when it comes to what your grip looks like. You know, it feels good, but wait a minute, you keep you keep throwing your shots high into the right. Um, maybe it's because the way you're gripping it and get getting it higher on higher on the beaver tail all of a sudden makes it come right back into into focus on how you should be shooting it. I've I've had it before to where I know how to shoot. I can shoot the lights out, but all of a sudden something happens that my hand forgets what I'm supposed to be doing. And what do I do? I go back and slow down snail's pace to make sure I'm doing everything the way I should and then start speeding back up again. And it comes back, but it's so frustrating when it happens because it's normally in front of other people. And then you got to say, okay, wait a minute. You know, that's, I know what I got to do. And let's just do it and start off. Slow yeah, it's, speed up. It is really easy to forget you when you are teaching. Right. And that was one of the things I started noticing some time ago and, and I just started booking it. So at near the end of a year, that's when, if I haven't by Christmas signed up for around 2,500 bucks worth of classes at minimum for the next year, then um, it's time to get busy. Right. Uh, and I'm not just looking for, you know, instructor courses. I'm, I'm looking for training with, you know, better instructors that I've never trained before, right? To go in and learn and watch, not just from a student perspective, but from an instructor perspective as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, to see how they verbalize things. How do they articulate? Watch the students' reactions, you know, and, and gain insight into teaching and teaching methodology on top of the skills, right? And then, and then overall, enjoy yourself. You know, and take the time and that's take the time to be a student, right, as well, where let them do the work, let them feed you. And that's a very rewarding feeling mm -hmm. when you're not Definitely. the one constantly having to give. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or Definitely. Well, thank you for your time first. But uh, we've been asking all our guests in season six here. What would you like to be remembered for when you pass away? Got a, got a good answer for that? It's funny that you bring that up because it just, I was teaching up in Wisconsin right in December, you know, so last month. And um, I don't, we got on this topic, right? And I, and I said, you know, because my passion is, is helping the CCW instructor get better. That's the whole the whole premise, the whole reason Bravo Tactical exists and is growing is to help the CCW instructor get better, to give them information that it, it, in, for most people isn't, can't even be attained, right? Because those courses are closed and, but yet delivered in a method that, their expectations are there, but I, I, I mean, I, I just, you know, we were talking about this, you know, it might sound like a little bit morbid topic, but we were talking about our, you know, what, you know, our, our, our lives and, and our deaths and, and, um, and I just said, you know, my most important thing that I think, which I won't be able to see, right. But at my funeral, right. Is to have, a lot of instructors at my funeral 
people that I have impacted, that I have that have seen, that I've given them value, that I've 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 given my all to them, everything that I've learned, that I travel to learn and and compile together. Um, to me, I think just being remembered as as one who really contributed to the industry, just for the sake of making the overall concealed carry holder better, right? Because I always thought that if I, I could teach a lot of students, but if I teach instructors that are teaching students, you know, I can magnify the impact that I have on the community. And that's mm-hmm. what drives me to do what I do. Yep. Well, same type of thing. We're, uh, we're not making millions, but we are hopefully touching a lot of people. And when you're can instruct instructors, you are magnifying that. And hopefully, uh, in our lifetime, we can make a million people, uh, safer and more, uh, you know, more aware of their surroundings and be able to defend themselves and the, and the lives of their family members. As, as I go along and tell everybody when I'm teaching, uh, there's, if you knew, you know, something was going to happen tonight, you'd be ready for it. If you did, you know, when you, Crime is going to happen when the criminal decides, and that's where you need to realize that you got to be prepared no matter what time it is, no matter what the weather is or where you're at, or because they get to choose that timing. You don't. Yeah. And, you know, too, I think that, you know, when we come across people's lives and, and you know, we get opportunities, maybe it's a, a mini class or maybe it's just um, meeting someone at a social event and, you know, it, it's kind of like everybody, everybody is in a different, let's say, training adoption life cycle, right? So you may do a mini class and in the mini class, you're talking about, it, you know, more training because you understand the value of it, right? Mm-hmm. And they might, they might not jump on that, you know, and you wonder what's wrong with me? Why, why are these people not getting it? But they're all at a different stage and, you know, you're just planting seeds and those seeds can take a while to grow. And then something can happen in their life or they meet another person or three years goes down the road and someone they know gets into an altercation. And now, now they, they, that what the little seed you planted begins to grow and they, they, they begin to see the need, the need for the skill, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because it's because you you were part of that 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 planting seed cycle, and we can't we just can't forget that 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 happens, and it happens it happens with instructors to instructors and instructor to student. Yes. Well, Brent, uh, Brent, where can people find out more information about you and the Alefi course that's coming to Indiana in May? Yeah, so, you know, it's ilefi.com, I-A-L-E-F-I.com. You can go there. You click on the drop-down for training. You go. You can go straight to firearms instructor course. You can read about that there. There is a register now button there. There's also, when you go to the training dropdown, you can go to training course calendar, and then you can scroll over to May, and you'll see you'll see it right there. And then it'll say Firearms Instructor Course, Jonesboro, Indiana, and you can click on that, and, and that'll take you to, um, to the page 
and you, there's another click to reg, or register for this event. Like I said, there's going to be a, there's going to be, you know, you got to become a member to actually attend the course. So um, there is a, a form for you to fill out to become a member. And when you become a member, you're going to need to send in your else, you know, you can mail them or email it to them. You can call their number as well at 603-524-8787. It's plastered all over their website. If you want to look at it later, that phone number, but you can call them as well, but you're going to need to get them a copy of your certificate. And then um, in, in the, in there's a sponsor area who's sponsoring you to become a member. That's where you'll just put my name in there. And they know I'm hosting the course. They know I'm a teacher instructor there this year. So um, it, it should not be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. But please, even before you do that, just reach out to me, right? Because yeah. I'm sure we're not answering everybody's questions in this in this little talk here right now. Right. So I don't expect people just to be like, oh, wow, great. I'm just going to go sign up for five days and take vacation time to go do this without getting more more questions answered to see if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of, you know, let's talk about Rob. Let's talk about the number one question I get. Does this mean I'm going to be able to teach law enforcement? Right. That's the biggest question I get when I talk about when mm-hmm. I. And I, over the years, when I talk to CCW instructors about this, well, let's just chat about that for a split second. So what does that mean? Yes, you are a certified law enforcement firearms instructor. But even in my state, in the state of Indiana, right, this isn't how it is with all states. The state of Indiana has what's called ILEA, the Indiana Law Enforcement Academy. Now, the number one thing that if you're wanting to train law enforcement, they do not want to train generally, not all, but if you're going to train law enforcement, they want what's called in-service credits for that because every state will have a mandated minimum amount of training in firearms per year that in order to stay certified as a law enforcement officer, they need to meet the hours. Well, Mm -hmm. in in Indiana, you, in order to be an instruct, in order for an instructor to be able to fill out the form, submit it to ILEA with all the officers' names on it and their PSID number to get credit added to and tracked at ILEA, you got to be an ILEA certified firearms instructor. So, in my state, going to an ILEFI course isn't going to make you know, yes, you're going to be a law enforcement firearms instructor, but if they're wanting to get credit for to in-service training, uh, that's not that's going to be a no-go, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of states don't have that requirement, right? They accept ILFE like Ohio, right? And that's why it was real big. You know, you and I went to Opata in uh, mm-hmm. Ohio and did it. Um, in other states, plus two, we got to be realistic. You know, um, cops generally want to get trained by cops unless you're mm-hmm. an expert in the industry, like, you know, Rob Vogel, um, 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 Rob Howe, right? There's there's a lot of other people in the industry that have um, that their their uh, their pedigree is out there and people know them. But it doesn't mean you you won't be able to. 
right? So it just it just means you got to check with your state if if you're mm-hmm. wanting to specifically start marketing your business towards training law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, another another good way for instructors out there, right? You know, let's say you are listening. And you're like, I, I want my business to start teaching law enforcement, and I've never been in law enforcement. Well, get certified as a law enforcement firearms instructor. Do you know do you know someone who works in law enforcement that's a firearms instructor in your area? Right? And and there maybe even like if I was to do this in Indiana, I, I would reach out to one who's ILEA certified. Um, in your state, you could reach out to one and you can say, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna co-teach with me? And then start offering courses for law enforcement mm-hmm. and bring in some law enforcement officers to help you teach the course, to bring that, that relationship from law enforcement officer to you know instructor to law enforcement officers, bring that relationship in and, and do that for a while, gain that experience, gain credibility within the industry. As you, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe not your name, but your company's name as an LE training company in the area, right? Remember, we don't have to teach all our classes, right? I mean, we just don't, right? We can pull in, you know, I last year I hired two new instructors. I hired Dan. Dan has retired 20 years in the Navy, 18 with the SEAL, uh, with SEAL team and 10 with SEAL team six. And then I hired Mark. And Mark is a 31-year police veteran, still working in law enforcement today. I mean, he's been everything from hostage negotiations to SWAT commander to running the Illinois Police Academy. You know, so um, to bring other talent in, so it's just not a one-person show. You know, but yep. I think that's the biggest question I got. And, you know, like that, that probably still won't answer. Can I teach law enforcement in my area? But, you know, for everybody out there. But, hey, you know, as you can tell, I like to talk. So if anybody's got any questions, give me a call. Um, if I can't chat with you right at that moment, leave a voicemail or send me a text and say, hey, uh, Instructor Bravo, this is so-and-so from, you know, such and such state. Uh, when can you chat? Um, but, you know. I'll spend as much time on the phone with you as needed so you can make the best uh, decision for yourself. Yeah. And I've included Brett's uh, contact information, both for the course coming up in May, as well as his email and phone number in case you would like to reach out to him and uh, have those conversations. Yeah. Also too, you know, go check out my website, bravotacticalinc.com. See what we're doing. You know, we've got, we've got a lot launching out this year. Um, you know, with our EP course, we're working on a red dot instructor certification course. We've got, um, we're launching a T triple C instructor course. Um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's endless what we can do as instructors, um, out there, you know, it's not just teaching the basics and if all you do right now is teach the basics, you know, um, thank you. Thank you, because you are the meat and potatoes of this industry. You know, you're getting people interested. You're teaching them about safety, marksmanship. You're getting them the, you know, a defensive uh, mar- uh, uh, mental capacity growing with things like situational awareness, um, the combative human factors like perceptual narrowing, auditory exclusion, visual um, 
uh, tunnel vision, vasodilation restriction. So do a great job. But, you know, if you're also thinking about what can I do next? What's that next level? Look at our intermediate certified firearms instructor program. You know, we did our pilot launch uh, late last summer. We're revamping the program now. We're going to be offering it again this summer. Um, the biggest thing you got to remember is, is yeah, we're a business. We're in business, right? But our prices, I, I, you find it very hard pressed to find anything else just from a per day cost cheaper than us. And the content that we deliver is, um, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and so, but if, if you're thinking about, I want to start running the next level training courses for my customers, that would be the intermediate certified instructor mm -hmm. program. And, um, so there's, there's a lot, man. It's just, there's so yep. much going on in the industry, Rob, isn't there? Yep, there is. And that's where check out the show notes, call Brent. If you got questions, uh, check out his, uh, website and everything. And, uh, I think we'll probably have you on again, talking about the executive protection course, because, uh, that's one of those things is being, you know, firearm enthusiasts and things like that. I might be, you know, interested, you know, in doing something like that. Maybe we'll have to see with all my other hobbies. <laughs> So. Yeah, 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 it's going to be a bang up course, man. I yeah. mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get together soon and do one for that. Yeah, that would be okay. really good. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll see you, Brent. Have a good one. Have a good night. That's a wrap for this episode. And I hope if you don't have your training schedule all filled up right now with weekends that uh, you go along, consider going to uh, Brent's class there. Uh, it should be very informative. As you can tell, I've gone through it before. And I found the information valuable uh, for the civilian firearm trainer to understand a little bit more about how uh, law enforcement views things and a little bit more deeper understanding about how uh, just encounters work and uh, good, solid firearm training for you. If you're searching for information, don't forget to search our website, www.firearmtrainerpodcast.com, and use the search feature in the upper right-hand corner. If you have questions for me, suggestions, email me at ftp at com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Live Fire for the discussion there. We've had some good discussions on Live Fire uh, ever since uh, Mike Seeklander was on and uh, appreciate the interaction over there. That is a uh, two-way friendly uh, platform so we can talk about things and ask questions and maybe uh, we get us... Uh, and in other places, but it works. Don't forget, visit our sponsors, especially Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor uh, insurance. Remember, establishing your business was the first step. Take the next step in getting FTA coverage and use promo code FTP10 for 10% off at checkout. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, Every fire instructor in America dedicates time, energy, and making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.
You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com This is the Justice Report Weekly Recap for February 12th to 16th, 2024. Today's story, corruption, neglect, and violence lead to dead white inmates inside the Alabama prison system. Springville, Alabama, a white inmate inside St. Clair Correctional Facility, was found dead just days after expressing fears to the Alabama Department of Corrections of being targeted for imminent violence, according to an attorney. On January 38-year-old Clifton Adam Bond was serving a 20-year sentence for robbery and burglary convictions when his family learned from another inmate, not prison officials, that their loved one had been brutally beaten in the head with a pipe and stabbed by another inmate on November 6th. From the moment a person enters the Alabama Department of Corrections, they are thrown into a lawless world of beatings, rapes, drugs, and extortion. No other prison in the United States comes close to Alabama's in terms of violence, suicides, and overdoses. We are now learning that the horrors do not end at death. Today's story. An Antifa power couple is unmasked as regional leaders behind the terror-linked American Iron Front, Orlando, Florida. A Florida-based graphic designer and a theater costume specialist at Rollins University have been unmasked as the power couple, organizing the latest iteration of the terror-linked Antifa cell, the American Iron Front. Thanks to information first obtained by the online activist groups Patriot Youth and the Appalachian Archives, the Justice Report was able to independently verify 25-year-old Brandon Pruchnik, a.k.a. Dr. Disket of Edgewater, Florida. As the lead organizer behind the AIF's online communication network and visual propaganda. Additionally, Pruchnik's girlfriend, 24 year old Annalise Cutter, aka Arcade of Auras of Winter Park, Florida, was also identified in the leaks, serving as an influencing force behind Pruchnik's radicalization towards a life of anti white hate. Pruchnik's Discord server, an international chat room home to over a hundred anarchist, communist, and neoliberal extremists suffered a catastrophic leak in the latter half of 2023. The contents of the Discord were famously made public by the Anti-White Hate Monitor, the William McKinley Institute, and has so far led to the identification of numerous agents, including a regional coordinator for the Anti-Defamation League, a cybersecurity expert for a French IT company, a wealthy plastics tycoon, and more than one informants for the FBI. Today's story, a black family subjected to a SWAT raid is tied to allegations of scamming and hating white people. Allen, Texas, a black mother was arrested in a daring SWAT raid after police said she tortured her children with knives and attempted to put her three-year-old inside of an oven. But new unearthed social media posts allege that the family had been running a scam on white neighbors for up to a year prior to the arrest. According to reports, police attempted to serve a warrant for the arrest of 36-year-old Lul Niachua Top for multiple charges stemming from alleged child abuse. When police arrived on February 5th, they found Top, a black immigrant barricaded inside the attic of a home on Tanglewood Drive. After a two-hour standoff with police, which required the use of an armored personnel carrier and chemical weapons, Top was finally taken into custody. Bombshell new findings have revealed that the Top family may have been taking advantage of Allen's white community for up to a year before her latest arrest. Thanks to an unearthed Facebook thread 
The Justice Report learned that in January of 2023, Top's husband may have taken advantage of his white neighbors by falsely claiming his wife had died from cancer. Claiming he had no money, food, clothes, or furniture for the six children, Top's husband would go on to grift over $4,500 in crowdfunded aid, despite his wife being very much alive. For more news like this, visit justicereport.news and subscribe to our Telegram, Substack, and Odyssey to keep up to date on all the latest headlines from around the world. Become a paid supporter and gain access to our full archive of audio articles and enjoy the Justice Report on the go. I meant what I fucking said. Now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we going to do? What should we do? Educate yourself. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright, if you speak up, your conspiracy theory shouldn't be believed should be approached in a certain fashion, the authorities should be contacted, and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. You don't want to do it on social media? Do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum? 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Now here we are in Canada and the US. We got 5G. Military grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's going to happen when they don't like it? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Beat the fuck up. Be a warrior. That's what we need to do. Instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. Many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti radiation technology all while using no electricity. Sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. 
We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated tri-iodine form for a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism. Get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 